0: and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. How's it going, King?
1: I'm very well, thank you for asking, Jim.
0: Excellent. We've been to Twickenham. We have. That was my first ever time, by the way.
1: Twickenham? Was it? Yeah. It was my third time at Twickenham.
0: It's one of those things when you live somewhere, you know, just never go to the touristy places. No. I've never been to Twickenham.
1: Also not your sports that typically are played there, are they? So... I you don't can mind understand. Rugby. No, you don't mind rugby, do
0: you? I don't mind rugby. Well, if it's six nations. Anyway, we're boring people already. This is it. Um so yeah, we were there to watch the Giants and the Rams. Of course we'll get onto that later. Yep. But week seven is now in the books. It is. Stitched into time. Yep. All over. We're
1: nearly halfway through the season for some teams.
0: This is shocking. It's isn't? crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's gonna be a long old off season. It is. I'm still deciding whether to hibernate. For the off I'm season not. or not? I
1: get in my little dungeon and I start looking at college kids.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah!
1: I said it out loud and I yeah. meant it. I meant
0: it. <laughs> I'm sure you did. That's it. So, with, <laughs> further ado, let's get on to the King's pick of the week. Then for week seven, so King, what is your game of the week?
1: I didn't want to do this, Jim, as you know, but it was a bit of a strange do I not week. Know? It was a bit of a strange week for games, mm-hmm. and I don't like picking.
0: My lots, team. Lots of games that you. Oh,
1: I don't like picking my team, <laughs> but I had to this week because what an entertaining game it was! The Did Chargers you? beat the Falcons in Atlanta, thirty-three to thirty. It was an overtime win as well. Kicked a field goal on the second possession. Hmm. So walk-off field goal there for Mister Lambo. Okay. It was just a. It was a good back-and-forth game of two high-powered offenses. So you I know, don't, if, I
0: don't understand the King. Please enlighten me because I thought we were going to watch one of the MVP elects playing their game at home. Yeah? Cruising to a win. You predicted a Falcons win because you love Matt Ryan so much. I
1: have thought he's played quite well this season.
0: Congratulations. Regular yes. season warrior.
1: Yes, this is it. This is oh, you are. I can't I can't dispute this. I said this to you during my <laughs> MVP argument. But the MVP is for the regular season. So from that perspective, congratulations. Matt Ryan's been playing quite well. He didn't have an amazing game this this week. I think it was two hundred and seventy four yards throwing, one touchdown, one interception. Mm-hmm. Um, Spot on. Yeah, it was, and it, do you know what? It was really entertaining all the way to the end. Obviously, I said I mentioned it was an overtime win, but the Chargers should have won with twenty three seconds left. Right. When Antonio Gates dropped the ball, he's doing that Hold on up, the goal man. line, which would have put us up a, a, a touchdown. Mm-hmm. With as I said, twenty three seconds left, crazy. And then the Falcons managed to march all the way down the other end of the field and had a 58-yard field goal with one second left to, to win the game. Missed it. Over time, it went. So it was entertaining from start to finish. Yep. And we came up on top. We had shout-out to Denzel Perryman, who I shouted out at the start of the season and said I thought he'd step up.
0: You're like on top of a mountain just shouting Perryman. I am.
1: I am. Now he made some really big plays. He had, a, he had a late interception, which allowed us to come back and, and sort of tie the game up. Mm-hmm. And then on fourth down, he stuffed a rush um, in overtime, which meant that we turned the ball over on downs. And as I said, walk-off field goal from, from Mr. Lambeau.
0: He sounds impressive, this Perryman.
1: He is impressive. He had one of the weirdest games I've ever seen, though, where he seemed to be injured every other play. But then came back and did impressive things. So I you know, if he was fit would probably would have <laughs> oh been no. twice as impressive. Yeah. I don't know. But, How about um, your boy Bosa? Sure, like, that is my next note to go over. I have not
0: I, I can't see your notes. You today. can't.
1: I've got really small handwriting. Uh yeah, Bosa was dominant again, just destroying destroying anyone they put on him, whether it's a guard, whether it's a tackle. He likes playing over tackles. He did that. At um Ohio State, as well, I think a lot of people thought he might kick inside somewhat mm-hmm. um but no out and out defensive end, hand in the dirt don't let him drop it back into coverage, just let him rush the quarterback and rush the quarterback. He is doing Jim, so he now <laughs> has four sacks in three games, two in the first, two in the second, uh two in the third sorry mm-hmm. um he's averaging six pressures a game, which is a projection of eighty pressures. Did you know there was only six <laughs> players last season in 16 games that averaged over 80 or got over 80 pressures? Okay. He's done. He's averaging that in the three games he's played. He only played 20 snaps in the first game, Jim. That's roughly half <laughs> of the defensive plays.
0: Oh, um, yes. The
1: guy is an animal. He is an absolute animal. So I'm very pleased he's finally playing.
0: Should have been playing from week one. He
1: absolutely should have been. And I'll get on to why I think that's the case in a in a moment. Okay, good. Uh and Ingram. Ingram stepped up from last year. I like season. Melvin Ingram. Yeah, no touchdowns last year. And he's you know, he's he just seems one, he looks a lot more slender. Um uh, he actually looks quite small, um, when you when you look at him. Um but he is just much more clinical. Especially around the goal line. Uh just see you know, a couple of jump cuts through the hole or, you know, can still run with power just despite his slender physique. Mm. Um yeah so I've been really impressed impressed with him you know he's had a few fumble issues needs to address that for sure but as a pure runner when he's not fumbling the ball seems much more clinical and had a really clutch play towards the end of the game where he was stuffed and burst out looked like he'd been smashed on the line of scrimmage burst out and, and took it down for a 15 yard run so he's uh yeah he's he's certainly stepped up which is great to see
0: but how did you win this game what happened to the Falcons?
1: Well, it was just a back and forth game. It's just one of those ones where you know whoever had someone ball, had to win. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. You know, the Falcons didn't necessarily play badly. I think both secondaries got torched, but at the same time, these are two of the more high-powered offenses, so it's it's going to happen. Same as when people, you know, when the Steelers are fit, Jim, you, as you know, mm. it, it's just a case of damage limitation. If you're going to beat the Steelers when they're they've you know all all pistons firing, all cylinders going, whatever, it's. Uh, it's tough to stop. It's just a case of, right, can we keep them below, in this instance, 30 points? Um, you know, and that, and, and that was what it was. So it wasn't the Falcons doing anything wrong per se. Um, it was just two teams with, that need. You know, either have injuries or need to address their secondary. Um, Keanu, um, Keanu Neal, though, is amazing. He honestly reminds me of Cam Chancellor. So he is going to be a big, big help. For Dan Quinn trying to sort of emulate his Seahawks defence. Yeah. Um and Vic Beasley stepped up as well. He had two sacks today to go along with the, the few he had last week as well. So finally he seems to be panning out It' had a bit of a bit of a slow rookie season, but seems to be uh, seems to have stepped up in his sophomore year.
0: Now, Atlanta did this last year where they had a few wins in a row, got everyone hyped, yep. and then they hit a wall. Yeah. They've just lost two in a row now. I have, yeah. And they were predicted to win both of those games. Yeah, I'd say so. So, reasons for concern then if you're an Atlanta fan?
1: Not... Yes and no. So yes, in a sense, there are concerns. No, in a sense that I think that by week 12, half the teams in the league are going to be at 500. Um, And their biggest threat in, in Carolina, really... Um, you you would have expected at the start of the season, not not so, shown so much. If they are going to step up, they need to do it now. And at least the the Falcons have somewhat of a buffer. Um, but they do need to start addressing. Yeah, there there is certainly cause for concern, but not you're not at panic stations yet. I would say.
0: Don't panic until you get to playoffs, and then then you can panic. <laughs> and then you can
1: panic because you've got Matt Ryan. Yeah. Um, but tell yeah. Coleman,
0: did he get injured again in this game? I
1: don't know. Actually, did he? You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice it if you did I hope not cause he play, he's a good player
0: he is a good player I'm pretty sure he did get injured That's in this game
1: Disappoint. that is cause for concern because that 1-2 punch of, of him and Freeman mm. is up there as as far as 1-2 punches go as, as the best in the game at the moment based on current form so that would be disappointing um, watch the space basically Jim thank you for letting me know that <laughs> I should have noticed it well it was just a pick of the week No, yeah, I didn't whatever I didn't. I would, mate I'm I've got more stuff to talk about the Chargers. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm fanboying it right now.
0: Well, you don't get many chances to do I this. I don't. So. I
1: don't. And actually, for the first time in a number of years, there's there's some positives to go to go from. So we're three and four at the moment, but where could we be without the injuries, Jim? You know, Keenan <laughs> Allen's out for the season. Jason Verrett is, has obviously got injured. Yep. But my my thought process was looking at this game and looking at how players are stepping up that we've touched on a few of them we've got some, Is you know, is this a really good time to be a Chargers fan? Um, <laughs> probably <laughs> not from a Super Bowl standpoint, but as in, is there a glimmer of hope or silver lining to go with what is ultimately a disappointing record? I would say so. We've got some young talent there. You know, we've got Jason Verrett, who was a 2015 Pro Pro Bowler who's injured at the moment, but he's only aged 25. We've got Keenan Allen, who over the first three seasons had 2,500 yards receiving and 16 touchdowns. And he missed 11 games in those three seasons.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, he missed a lot of games. But he's
1: only 24. Right. You've got Melvin Gordon, who currently leads the league in touchdowns with 10. He's only 23. We've got Perryman as well, who I have actually looked at he as, but I think he's about 23, 24 as well. And Joey Bosa, four sacks in three games. And when he's actually purely rushing the passer this so far this season, uh, and he's not dropping into coverage or doing some sort of zone play, when they're purely rushing the passer... Actually, has more pressures than Von Miller so far this season. Yeah, just wrap your head around that <laughs> statistic for a moment. Trying? That's crazy. Yeah, I'm not saying he's better than Von Miller because I'm, I'm I'm actually not saying it. It's not a leading point, but that's hugely impressive for a rookie to come in and do that when Von Miller is having you know potential defensive player of the year type season.
0: He's certainly getting paid, isn't he?
1: Absolutely. And and Joe Bose is only 21 years old, so there is. If these guys can stay healthy and we, you know, they don't do what they've done with some of the top players they've had in the past, like Vincent Jackson and stuff like that, where they've let them go, you've got a fantastic young nucleus of players, Um, you know, and you hope that Philip Rivers can stay around and stay healthy and, and still be productive you know, longer into his, you know, further into his career. And, you know, there is basically what I'm saying, Chargers fans, and I'm more for myself than anyone else. <laughs> there is hope. There is light at the end of the tunnel. So I just thought it was a really, one, an entertaining game. Both, neither team really did anything wrong. It was just a case of the Chargers sort of pipped it right at the end. And Chance um, for you to blow your horn. Absolutely. And we've, uh, and we've got some really good young players. So exciting time for Chargers fans at the moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we we did mention Melvin Ingram as well, because I do like Melvin Ingram,
1: yeah, he had a sack today, yeah, he had a sack today as well hes yeah. he stepped up, he had a cut do you know, he was in relative obscurity for the first few seasons mm-hmm. um and not necessarily in bus territory um but no. in an average player that potentially shouldn't have been drafted in the first round could have dropped out of it, but the last two years he has really stepped up and started playing playing well, he's not in that elite, he's not in that von Miller you know Khalil no. Mack type pass rush territory but when you put him opposite someone like Bosa who you know if he continues like this is going to demand double teams who's mm. a fantastic number 2 pass rusher who's also got the ability to drop and play linebacker and and sort of cover tight ends or you know play in sort of zone schemes he's not a man to man cover linebacker like a Luke Keekley but he's um you know he's got that ability to drop into coverage just purely down to his athleticism so
0: he's much better than average
1: he is yeah yeah, but he's a he's a very very good number 2. Yeah. Or an or an average number 1. He's just not a Idiot. He's not an elite elite pass rusher, yeah.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Would well, any other players and you want as we're talking about the Chargers right now. We no. might be talking about them later as well, King. Oh. Just to uh tease oh. something for you there.
1: Oh, I know what's happening. And it's my favorite segment as no, well. No,
0: it might not be. Oh, okay. Might not be. Okay.
1: Uh no, not not really. We just it was just a good performance, I think. And it's um it's just a shame about those injuries because Keenan Allen, when healthy, certainly in the first few seasons, has looked like one of the more dynamic wide receivers in the league. um, Yeah. And could have emerged into that sort of Julio Jones...
0: We all have problems with injuries. Well, yeah, we do.
1: But, you know, he looked like he was about to take that next step into that real elite category and, unfortunately, has had yet another season hampered by injury. So that's a shame. And Verrett, obviously, is huge because he's... You know, to lose a Pro Bowl corner, especially one who's a who's a sort of shut down man-to-man guy, who can lock up one side of the field, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a hindrance to any team secondary. So, it's uh, it's just good to see that we're performing despite those injuries.
0: So, despite your miserable start to the season, the same mm-hmm. way I've just talked to you about, you know, Falcons' cause for concern. Yeah, Chargers, you've now beaten the Broncos and the Falcons back to back. Yeah. Yeah, not be promising for the rest of the season, right?
1: It has, yeah, and and you know, I'm not. For me, I, I, you know, I, I'm happy promoting other people's podcasts if they're worth a listen as well. <laughs> and I was listening to the PFF podcast this week, and right. um, sorry, I'm lying. It wasn't the PFF. I'm now promoting two podcasts. It was the <laughs> Ring. Po- it was the Ringer NFL <laughs> podcast, and um, they said that they would be hard pushed to find ten teams better. Than the San Diego Chargers at the moment, which is a really interesting point. All right, and I, I, I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just saying that there's they are actually a pretty strong team, and they could make a late push, especially now with both are coming in and, and making a huge difference to that defense, um, and you know causing havoc for opposing quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They could they could potentially make a late push. I d- I don't necessarily think I'd, I'd want us to because I don't think we're going to make inroads into the playoffs. And I think if you're not going to do that, I'm not saying you should deliberately lose games but if if you know if you keep
0: talking about deliberately losing I'm games not, are I'm Kings. not
1: I'm not talking about it like that every it's, week you know but I, I think it would be better for us to potentially miss out on the playoffs get a slightly higher draft pick mm. and and continue to build on what is a really young nucleus of, of a really young nucleus of players yeah
0: okay anything you, else anything else you wanted to say on the game though King before I go to a break no alright I'm going to a break end of part one Welcome back to part two of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. Part one, you just heard the King wax lyrical about his charges as they sneaked an overtime win over the Atlanta Falcons. They did indeed. So, King, it's my turn for my pick of the week. It is.
1: Before you do that, can I just do a quick shout out?
0: You can do whatever you like, King. Is that okay? Sorry to... It's your podcast.
1: Sorry to... Oh, thank you. Sorry to butt in. I just Um, live here. Well, we mentioned mentioned the other day about people writing some comments Mm -hmm, to us. mm Mm-hmm. We've had some lovely comments and some we have. some friendly cri- critical banter over our YouTube channel, which is which is always welcome. Yeah. And um we also have had a few a few shout outs on, on iTunes as well. well. Reviews. A few reviews, yeah. Ooh.
0: Got some, what are they saying? They've got some five star ratings. So one Well naturally.
1: Yeah. One a shout out to Nick, who's actually been quite active on Twitter with us as well.
0: Yep, yeah, we like Nick.
1: Yeah, he left a, a, a comment saying definitely worth a listen. So if you're listening to yeah. this you already know that. If your friends aren't listening to it, tell them that. And there's a few others. Good insight into the NFL. Good insight twice, actually. Wow. Mm. There you go. NFL with a UK twist. And informative and charming, apparently. So thanks That'd to everyone... <laughs> well, probably was you. <laughs> thanks to everyone who's left a comment. Especially As, Nick. Thank you. Yeah, especially Nick. Because he's been very active on Twitter. Um, yeah. And we've not bashed the Jets so far this week. So he'll be happy. <laughs> yeah. So, but I no, have no intention of bashing the Jets. Genuinely, thank you to everyone Ever. who has left comments and... Has got involved on either our social media, so our Twitter, um, on our blog, on our website as well, iTunes, people who've left reviews. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, keep them coming. We really appreciate it. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah,
0: and clearly we do read them. We or do see the King does relate it to me. And, yeah, um, we do.
1: We do. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Sorry, back so, to your game, the- i <laughs> <gym>. oh, sorry <laughs> yeah. about that. That was my Where fault.
0: are we now? Okay, so my pick of the week then for mm-hmm. week seven were the New Orleans Saints against the Kansas City Kitty Chiefs. Okay. Uh, Punk will probably want to turn off at this at this point <laughs> because uh, I'm going to talk about a Chiefs win. There you go. And this might as well have been 2015, King. Right, okay. 21 points to the Saints, 27 to the Chiefs, and it's week seven of the NFL season. Yeah. So I don't know if, if you remember, way back in the sands of time, 2015, the Chiefs were playing badly first part of the year. They were. A bit like your San Diego Chargers. Ooh. In, the, in the doldrums. I do remember. And they went on a bit of a run. They went on they a 10-game winning streak. They did. And they? this Chiefs team might well do the same. Yes. This Chiefs team is looking very good coming out of that bye. They needed the bye week just to get their heads together. Yep. And um, it was a pretty decent game, which is why I picked it. There you go. <laughs> and so, first off, Alex Smith, the uh, number one overall pick from 2005. Yeah. As we talked about in our Sunday podcast yeah. with uh, Packer Tim.
1: From Utah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, he did 17 of 24 for 214 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, which is important for Alex Smith.
1: That's just a very Alex Smith performance. So isn't it? Alex Smith. Yeah.
0: Which is why I'm saying that this could also be 2015, because Drew Brees did pretty much the same. Well, he did what a Drew Brees normally does, which is 300 plus yards mm-hmm. of offense, which was his 100th time of doing it, King.
1: It's the most ever, isn't it?
0: It was the 100th time of doing 300 plus yards of passing in the game. Is that the most ever? or It not? might be the most ever. Certainly the most times he's done it. <laughs> he did it a hundred times. Very good. Very good. <sighs> so yeah, this was basically, these teams haven't done anything since 2015 differently. No. Um, the more I watch this game, the more I realise they just have been stuck in time. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily for the Chiefs, it is the second half of the season last year that they're stuck in because they're getting wins. Yep. And they, one of the reasons I think Alex Smith did so well is obviously the Saints secondary is dog. Mm-hmm. You know. Doody.
1: It, it is porous at best, isn't yeah. it?
0: But also because Alex Smith most hit nine different receivers in this game. You wouldn't have thought that Kansas City had nine receivers. No. Or nine people that would be willing to catch the ball, but they did. And the standout really for this game was Tyreek Hill, who did... <laughs> He only he did two carries, if you can believe this, right? And one reception, but his one reception was a thirty-eight yard touchdown, which was beautiful. Yeah, it was contested, but he came up for it and came down.
1: It was the one-handed first, and then pulled it in with the second hand. Yeah, yeah, he did
0: really well. He did an end-around for one of those carries. He did a sixty-one yards combined in this game. Um, Chris Conley, he only had two receptions, but he did twenty-nine yards wasn't that though it was the 18 yard catch he did on the sideline right um, and this this caused Sean Payton to call a challenge flag he did it twice in the game against these kind of sideline catches right both times got it wrong so he lost timeouts uh, in the first and second half
1: they were by very close they were really though. close were great catches though.
0: but they were great catches um, mm. the, the person who caught the most was Jeremy Macklin but he did 40 yards so he did on four catches yeah so nothing was spectacular Spencer Ware had a really good game on the ground he did 17 carries two catches 131 yards combined in the touchdown he was you know running back and forth on this Saints team
1: he's been very consistent this season as well I think they expected Charles to come back and be Charles.
0: Charles was back, but he only had like one go at it and only got back to the uh, line of scrimmage and that was it. So yeah. he didn't actually register anything on the day. So unless you watch the highlights or watch the game, yeah. you wouldn't know that he was actually in it.
1: But. No, it's one of those things as well where you've got an established player and it's kind of like the Kansas City, uh, well, it's the, the Cowboys equivalent at quarterback where you've got Uh-oh. a, 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 a perennial QB, controversy. Per- well, no, you've QB got a, controversy you know what I mean though don't you you've got a perennial Pro Bowl player yep. who you know is, is an icon really for that team and you've got this young emerging talent who is
0: it's been the mainstay of that team yeah
1: absolutely but Spencer, the first
0: name you thought of in Kansas City for yeah, the last few years definitely,
1: definitely. And, and leads the league all time in average yards per carry like this guy is an all time running back when healthy the problem is he's not always healthy And you've got this young emerging talent who's, uh, you know, stepped up and, and, you know, has done everything. (laughs) He's doing well. He's doing very well, yeah. 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 What was it? 131 yards. 131
0: yards combined, yeah. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah, touchdown again on the day. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, the the Saints really were the the cause of their own problems here. Like I said, they had the two failed challenges on the sideline. Um, But if you look at it, the Saints had 145 more pass yards than the, the Chiefs. They had seven more first downs. They did 137 more um, yards in total. Mm-hmm. They had 19 more plays. They had more yards per rush. They had three out of four converted in the red zone. The Chiefs didn't have any plays in the red zone, if you can believe this. Mm. Not one play in the red zone. That's crazy, actually. But the problem with the Saints is that they will cough up a fumble. Uh, Mark Ingram was the one responsible this week. Yep. It, was a, it was a first and ten in the fourth quarter, and the free safety Ron Parker just punched this ball out from him.
1: Yeah, literally punched it out. Literally
0: punched it out. Yeah, and they started running it back. Um, And then there was the Drew Brees interception. It was a third and 12 in the first quarter to uh, Willie Sneed. But um, Eric Berry tipped it. And David Sorensen, who's a backup kind of uh, safety, managed to run it back for a touchdown. So it's so Chiefs. They score these defensive touchdowns or special teams. Don't turn the
1: ball over on offense. And we can try and turn it over on defense. Yeah,
0: exactly. And the Saints were the opposite. They were looking to pass it as much as they possibly could do. And, you know, they had some success, obviously. They did over 300 yards passing. Yeah. Um, But it's all for nothing if you're... You could do all these extra yards. Yeah. But you're not getting it done at the end. Do you you're feel for Breeze in.
1: at the moment? Or well, certainly for the last couple of seasons, actually.
0: Yeah, well... I You know I've got... My favourites with quarterbacks and mm-hmm. Drew Brees is not on my list of favourites no. at all. I think that he's been quite overrated mm-hmm. um, over the last few years and 2015 was a, a down year in total for the Saints. Um, he didn't play well. He, he obviously was missing Jamie Graham, but even 2014, they, they weren't really talking to each other no. and communicating on the field the same way. So it's been a couple of years for Drew Brees and he's getting on. I thought, well, it's probably time to, time to go the mm-hmm. problem for the Saints is they've got nothing in reserve they've got no option if he goes down no um, but this season he's actually been the brightest spark for them again you know, yeah. he's looking like their Super Bowl run just this dynamic player who's just finding yeah. uh, Brandon Cooks who looks born again and yeah, he looks Willie great. Sneed looks really good as well yeah. Um.
1: and Thomas as well the rookie yeah. came in and played well he's playing well this season he's was it, he's uh, Struggle with injuries slightly, but he's um he looks dynamic. He mm. looks really good player,
0: or could be a really good player. It's such a strange one because he's playing. Their offense is playing so well, and he's the reason for a lot of that because he's forcing them. He's he's getting really good throws. He's forcing them into catchable situations, mm. and it just seems like the defense just goes. Well, you know they're going to score. We're going to score like thirty points, so we can take it easy. For yeah. Some of this combined with a lack of talent. Yeah,
1: that <laughs> so, that is a huge thing as well because. People will question what you're saying about Breeze's performances over the last couple of years, Jim. And the problem with that, if you've not watched the games, mm-hmm. is what happens when your defense is letting people score very quickly. It means your offense is on the field a whole lot more than it should be. Yep. So from that perspective, and actually the point around the red zone, no red zone touches, means that they were scoring touchdowns outside of 20 yards.
0: Yeah, they were running them in. So if
1: you're doing that, say you then get two extra first downs that might take an extra three, four minutes off the clock Mm -hmm. but all of a sudden they're they're scoring big time plays or you know these over 20 yard plays for touchdowns Drew Brees is back on the field quicker than he should be and it just gives him more opportunity to inflate stats not that I think he cares yeah. I think he would much rather be on the field a lot less and have a really good defence. But I think he enjoys the stats. You know, I think he likes playing. He's not got long left, so that's probably <laughs> quite nice for him. But it's a shame when you see someone who, regardless of whether you like him or not, the guy is a perennial... Well, he's just a consummate professional, gets on with things, doesn't he? I
0: think he's like sixth all-time for passing yards. Yeah, He's definitely in the top eight.
1: Yeah. I quite like people that aren't, are unconventional as well, that don't necessarily meet... The you know the mould. The, the mould don't fit the mould, absolutely. So I I've got a bit of a soft spot for, for Drew Brees because of that. Okay. And also he's an ex charger. So
0: yeah, yeah, ish. Yeah. But I mean, you know, this game, although the, the score line was close, mm-hmm. you know, it was only six points at the end, really the Chiefs got out to an early lead and then they just held it. You know, they yeah. they they checked the Saints every time. Yeah. And so the Saints never really felt like they were in this game. No. Um, and again, and that's weird when you look at how many extra yards that they mm-hmm. did over the Chiefs. But um, I think it was a really, you know, you look at these championship winning teams and they have, they're have they predicated on a great defense, strong running game, and don't turn the ball over. Yep. That's what the Chiefs do. They've just got some fundamental issues when it comes to time management, which ruins them every year. Mm. So we'll see what happens this time. I mean, you know, if Andy Reid hasn't learn by now, then.
1: Yeah, what what do you think about the um, the Chiefs' sort of longer term season? Well, looking at the
0: next four games, I okay. reckon they're favourite. They've right, got okay. the Colts, Jags, Panthers, and Bucks. And okay. if the Panthers are as bad in three weeks as they are at the moment, then you've got to say that the that the Chiefs have got to be favourite for that game. Yeah. So they could be coming out of this with eight wins. Yeah. On the season so far, you know, when it comes to yeah, the end of that run.
1: And it's a division where, actually, I think it's one of the strongest divisions in the league at the moment. I know the Chargers are th- at three and four, but I think that they're they're a really good three and well, four. Well, we'll,
0: we'll get on to that in a minute. Oh, sorry. Absolutely, okay. You're, sorry. You're, you're, te- you're dipping your toe into the next segment. I am. I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry. He doesn't know. I haven't even told him. You so. haven't told me, so it's totally not my fault. <laughs> I should but. have told you. <laughs> that's fine. Organization. But, but Yeah again this is just 2015 repeating itself really for the Saints they ain't getting to the playoffs no Chiefs probably are getting to the playoffs but we'll have to wait and see some big
1: things happening there as well because guess who's back in training
0: guess who's back do you know who's
1: back who's back Houston is oh back Justin Houston's week. back he's back in training this week
0: and, that's a frightening yeah, proposition yeah,
1: when yeah. you've called them a playoff team already yeah and their best player is but, now back in training
0: yeah and if Jamal Charles can get back to 80% of what he was yeah he's going to be an asset
1: absolutely absolutely
0: okay anything more to add Jim no nothing more
1: no well let's have a break then no 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 no. no. (laughs) it's your
0: bit (laughs) (laughs) let's not have a stealing my stealing my bits you are not even there I don't I got it wrong sorry guys what we're going to do King yeah if you remember I know we've had a a Packers interview in between these weeks so you have probably forgotten but we go through the rest of the games for week seven all oh, right, yeah. So that does you happen. can tell me what happened in that these games happen. because I didn't bother watching them. So we go back to Thursday night. Yep. This game happened after we did the recording, so yep. But you did pick the Packers to win. That was a twenty-six to ten win over a hoyerless Bears. Yeah, I think that I'm broken actually, arm.
1: I think that actually did make a massive difference. It did
0: yeah. Um, Matt Barkley is no bueno.
1: Oh, he's terrible. Terrible. True. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Still, what was that noise? <laughs> Terrible. Sorry, that was my Charles. I went, went higher. That was I my went... Charles Barkley impression. Um, yeah, they looked more dynamic on offense. Rogers looked like he had a bit of a uh, bee in his bonnet, and Devontae Adams managed to actually catch the ball, which was quite nice. So that, yeah, all round a bit better for for the Packers. And pass rush made a difference because Clay Matthews' helmet managed to smash Brian. No, uh, no, no, it
0: wasn't. It wasn't Clay Matthews. It was
1: no. It was. It was. It Julius was peppers. it was peppers that hit him. It was Clay Matthews' helmet that smashed into Hoyer's arm immediately after he was sacked, which All is right. what caused the arm to break.
0: Oh, it wasn't the initial bit. No. Okay, no. The, the highlight they keep showing was. Nah. There you go. <laughs> well done, King, for spotting that one. There you go. All right, so another one you got right, and everyone and this dog got right was that the Patriots would beat the Steelers this week, twenty-seven to sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what is
1: frightening to me? Yeah. is this Bennett and Gronk combination because they're lining them both up together and the mm. problem is you either have to defend those two which means you're leaving people like Edelman underneath and I know it pains you when people throw it for 6 yards and then 6 yards <laughs> and then 6 <laughs> yards yeah but they are f- a scary scary proposition it's also meaning that defenses are chucking to playing cover 2 or dropping people in zones and it's Legarett Blunt looks like one of the top running backs in the league all of a sudden. So it's that on offence, certainly, they are frightening. They're playing a lot of man coverage on defence, so I think they can get burnt sometimes but
0: They did a few times. I was quite happy with Landry compared to other other games I've seen him in.
1: Yeah, he, he do you know, he probably had one of his best games. Yeah. Well, I I think he actually definitely had his best game. So that that was good, but still
0: that Gronk touchdown—it's just you're, you're banging your head against the wall. Like, how many times do we have to get burnt by this guy yeah. until you realize? Well, you can't
1: stop him either. It's the problem. It's, but it was a
0: blown coverage as well. Yeah, you know, it was yeah, so it was obvious. Crazy,
1: crazy. But um, yeah, no, um, you guys are just a totally different team without Ben. So there's no point in, in going
0: on about the Steelers. He'll be back after the bye. I predict.
1: I hope for your sake he is.
0: <laughs> so then, the next game was the early Sunday game that we went to. King, we, we saw did. live the Giants squeak a seventeen ten against the LA Rams.
1: We did indeed. We did. I went poor to a, game for offense. Yeah, I had a bit of a weird one because I disappeared for the third quarter because I was talking to a group of American fans.
0: I wonder where you went to. I was yeah. like, is he
1: coming back? I was. Yeah, I was. I got chatting about the podcast actually to a group of American fans. Okay. I actually wooed them and got them onto the podcast by saying that I knew that the Cubs had made the World Series for the first time since 1945.
0: I'm glad you're showing your NFL knowledge there.
1: Yeah, that was what that was what got them hooked <laughs> on my on our NFL podcast was my knowledge of Major League Baseball. Um bit of a strange game. There was a lack of offense actually from both teams, frankly. Yeah. Um, just more dynamic plays made on defense by the Giants and it's it's just tough for the Rams at the moment because Gurley doesn't look like the same player I don't no, think he's getting the same blocking and Keenum's not great he had a couple two of the interceptions two of the four interceptions were were tipped so that's always tough mm-hmm. but yeah it's not a good time for a Rams at the moment
0: no another team it's not good for is the Cleveland Browns again you predicted this one it was a 17 to 31 loss against the Bengals
1: yeah they the Browns it's really tough on the Browns because they just don't have they have no consistency from not quarterback play from which quarterback quarterback will be playing (laughs) and from that perspective it's just I'm not going to bash on the Browns because that's just horrible when you're down to your 5th and 6th and 7th quarterback Mm -hmm. on what you know that were never on depth charts at the start of the season you're not going to win games and the Bengals uh, looked pretty decent AJ Green is just an, is is a nightmare. He's seen he seen what Julio Jones has done and said, "I need to get back to that level." So he stepped up hugely.
0: To be fair to the Browns' quarterback, you know, Chris Hogan did run all over.
1: He did Hogan did, run all over, brother. That's because I called him Logan earlier. Sorry. <laughs> the um, it's Hogan. It is Hogan. It is Hogan. Um, yes, he did Hogan's and, run, and he's you know he did the best he could with the limited reps he's had all season. So good for him. Yeah. Sorry for the Browns.
0: And Joe Bernard went crazy as well that Browns running defence is just non-existent
1: yeah it's tough at the moment for them
0: <sighs> so this is when you didn't get it right King it was the Redskins 17 the Detroit Lions 20 I
1: still think I should have a three point parlay I'm not giving you it <laughs> Um, yeah uh, last minute I think Stafford went down the field in 49 seconds yeah come on yeah, Redskins a bolding touchdown with come on, Redskins. 16 to
0: go just be better Um. <laughs> well, they've snapped a four game winning streak there
1: I don't care. You shouldn't be letting another player go down the field in 40 seconds, whatever it was. 80 yards in 40 seconds. Crazy. Uh, good game, though, in the last half of it. The first half was rubbish.
0: <laughs> so, then the uh, Oakland Raiders got 33 points. The Jacksonville Jaguars only 16. Now, I probably did convince you to pick the Jags in this game. just for a bit of...
1: You probably definitely did, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I believed you, and I was wrong. They are very disappointing on offense. They're having a surprisingly good game on defense, actually. Yeah. Um, but on offense, they are... Blake balls has regressed hugely. So from that standpoint, that's disappointing. Um, and he needs to step back up, because otherwise they're going to have to do what they did with Blaine Gabbert and draft another quarterback.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Ajoy, Two games, 400 yards plus, yep. and another win... This time against the Buffalo Bills, no one saw this coming, especially U King. But it's twenty five to twenty eight.
1: Yeah, hugely impressive. Um, and Tannehill's and he's, not looking and bad he's, either. And he's, no, no. Tannehill looked decent. Um, Landry looks decent. They've got some. They got some weapons on offense. Still mm-hmm. starting to step up as well, which is good to see. Um, Ajay back to back two hundred yard games, which I think is the last time since another Miami Dolphins running back in, um, Ricky Williams. Yeah. So I nearly forgot that then. I said Ronnie Brown, <laughs> but it's a different one than <laughs> the other one. Um yeah, he looks good. And they got some balance there, but it's yeah, if they can keep if they can run the ball like that every week. Not saying they can, but their line looks much better with Tunsell in.
0: Mm.
1: Now he seems to have adjusted to playing guard instead of tackles, so.
0: It was nice actually seeing the old helmets, wasn't it? And the retro kit. I really the like dolphins.
1: the retro kit actually. It looked really smart. Yeah. Um yeah, they could be dangerous if they can run the ball like that and Sue probably played his best game as a as a Dolphins player, Cameron Wake coming off the Achilles injury is is starting to get back to the old Cameron Wake we know and love. So mm-hmm. it's yeah they could moving into the end of the season. I don't think they'll get into the playoffs, but they could cause issues for teams where it's so close at the moment this season. They could be a real stumbling block for teams that are trying to make it into the playoffs themselves.
0: Yeah, they could. Yeah, they could be a disruptor. Absolutely, than, they might have dug themselves too big a hole at the yeah, start I, of the I, season.
1: Yeah, I don't think they will make the playoffs themselves, but they could cost other people playoffs, which I think at least they'll take some <laughs> Patriots, solace in.
0: <laughs> no way. So then the again, this is another one didn't quite go your way, King, mm-hmm. but I can understand why you did it. The Baltimore Ravens got 16 points. New York Jets though, Jets, 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 24 points.
1: Do you know, I, I watched this game. I don't know how the Jets won.
0: <laughs> Terence West only got me one point in fantasy this week that's how that's how that's not good damn you morning wig that's not good
1: Um, they just turned the ball to, over too too many times Um, but the Jets the Jets didn't win the game the the
0: Ravens lost it and who was quarterbacking because Geno Smith now got an ACL tear out for the season which is just typical Geno luck isn't it it you know, is you get a starting position someone punches you in the face from your own team you get a starting position again you get an ACL tear
1: yeah, I didn't like the criticism of Gino afterwards because he didn't he was still stood on the sideline and a lot of people criticized saying if you're able to stand on the sideline then you should be in the game. And Ridiculous. now obviously it's come out that he's got an ACL tear. Yeah. I hope those people are apologising to Gino Smith because that's, that's not fair. That isn't fair on him. <laughs> um the weirdest part of the whole game was F- um Fitz at the end of the game saying that he thought that the Jets didn't believe in him and was disappointed with that the guy had thrown 10 interceptions of course they don't believe in you (laughs) stop questioning no one believes in you anymore make them believe in you now yeah you've got an opportunity which you really without a freak injury should not have
0: well no he wouldn't have been on the field otherwise Um, another one another head scratcher here was the Minnesota Vikings finally losing a game yep and it was 10 points for them 21 for the Philadelphia Eagles Mm -hmm. Carson Wentz getting a win yeah one out of three yeah
1: did you hear about the thing that the NFL tried in the first quarter of this game what was the they tried these buttered footballs oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah.
0: just grease them up boys. grease
1: grease them up in the first quarter that's why I heard they did that's why I heard they did this is
0: just so you can assume that Sam Bradford's not a terrible quarterback
1: I, I don't think Sam Bradford is a terrible quarterback
0: exactly that's why you make excuses for I'm him. not making
1: excuses it was five turnovers between both teams Jim it wasn't just Sam Bradford that was turning the ball over um, but, yeah, but Wentz has got he excuse. showed he did show Jim I will say this and this is worrying because if teams can put this much pressure on him yeah. he is flustered when he's put under pressure mm-hmm. and that line is an issue and actually had they not traded a first round pick for Bradford now that the news has come out about Joe Thomas being available for a second round pick yeah. I think had they not already lost a first round in a the trade they, they would have made it. the trade for Joe Thomas mm. sadly I don't think they will because they want to keep the draft pick
0: they have been stockpiling them for a few years, though, and they did use up a lot of draft picks on on that that defense we're now watching now, which is pummeling teams. Yeah, yeah, they so did. So might be a time personally to get, if you want to get a guaranteed.
1: Personally, I would I would go for lineman. I would do it. I would yeah. do it. He's a what every year he's a Pro Bowl left tackle. So I would uh, I personally would make the trade.
0: Yeah. So then we've got the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened there, King, but uh, they got a win, mm-hmm. thirty-four to twenty-six against the Titans.
1: What happened was Andrew Luck and Ty Hilton showed that they're one of the more when Luck is given time, yeah, they are one of the more dynamic one-two punches in the league. And Luck looked very poised in the pocket, which was good to see because he is normally running for his life. Um, so yeah, it was a reasonably entertaining game, but yeah, Luck showed he is and he's showing despite issues with his his offensive line, he is back to being one of the best quarterbacks in the league.
0: Yeah. Uh, one you called here correctly, was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 34 to the San Francisco 49ers 17.
1: Yeah, they were 14-0 up at one point, San Francisco. Yeah. Which is mental.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And then they remembered they were San Francisco uh, and that I'd pick the Buccaneers. They did me a favour.
0: <laughs> Fell in line. They did fall in <laughs> line.
1: Um, yeah, they're just not very good. They're, it looked
0: like they were different division, didn't it? Not Not like NFL division. I'm talking about like, a different class division Mm -hmm. they just seemed like they weren't the same no in the same the same game
1: no no they're just not
0: that's the Bucks
1: Bowman losing Navarro Bowman in linebacker we touched them last week being one of the worst tackling teams yeah that I'd seen and it just they just proved that was the case again Jaquiz Rogers stepped up and had a huge game and he's I'm small but he's smaller than me
0: and he did 154 yards in this game
1: yeah you know he'd never rushed for over 100 yards in his career before this
0: week no Jaquiz Rogers. there you go Philly, just, Barb- Philly Barber puts, did 84 yards in the touchdown
1: yeah that, that puts it in perspective how bad that team is at tackling so yeah um, good for the Bucks though to step up because they got some yeah. injuries like running back and not to take anything away from Jaquiz Rogers' performance because he played very well but what a game to play come in as a starter against that 49ers defense
0: you called the Seahawks to win the Sunday night game yeah what game, happens with this because this doesn't well happen it's a wash often. it's a wash so it's a push is it 6 all against the cards in what I referenced to be a ding dong mm. but uh, I said it was my, my favorite game square. of the weekend I know how bad is that if you
1: love defense which I do and terrible kicks it was great oh my god that was so <laughs> exciting wasn't it <laughs> yeah Gee, these kickers man um these are two of the better ones they are don't make me say the cardinals one i can't say his name catanzaro there you go chandler catanzaro there you go thanks mate
0: yeah they both <laughs> missed
1: for those of you who missed it just watch the highlights yeah. because they both had essential chip shots at the end of the game to win and both of them missed it which meant it went all the way through overtime with no one scoring and it's a sister kisser yeah Oh, actually, both teams scored field goals, which meant it went sudden death, and yeah. then they both missed field goals to win the game. So it went all the way through. You, yeah, you couldn't make it up. No, you couldn't. I I think that's going to make it really difficult for the Cardinals to make the playoffs now. That, yeah. That one. Yeah. Because I think they, I think ten and six is the minimum they needed to get to, which means they now need to get to. Well, they they can only lose three games now,
0: basically. Yeah.
1: The rest of the season to, because of that draw, they need ten wins. And I with to be the 10, five and
0: one. yeah, the Monday night game then was uh, pretty obvious. You picked clearly the right winner there, King. Which I did. Was Denver twenty-seven to Brock Osweiler's nine.
1: Brock, Osweiler, that means they well, kicked three field goals, so yeah. he didn't actually score
0: anything. <laughs> uh, I yep. left the door open for you to uh, to slam it.
1: Yeah, they. He's just not very good, Brock Osweiler, and he's playing against a really good defense. So it's kind of tough to be good when. You're playing against, if you're not very good, and you're playing a good defense. Um, yeah, a bit of a weird one. They need to, I don't know what the, the Texans need to do, because they need to stick with Osweiler now based on the amount they paid him. So it's uh, it's a tough one for them. They got rushed all over, didn't they? Devontae yeah. Booker had, I think, eight just over 80 yards, and C.J. Anderson rushed for over 100 again. Both got touchdowns. Um, you know, Sanders and, and Thomas, both over 40 yards receiving. Actually, Sanders is over 80 yards looking at it now. They um yeah,
0: they're they're just they need to sort themselves out really. It's not a lot of coverage in the middle of the field for the Texans. No. Be a lot of they have
1: lost else. their best player, so we need to ex- we need to acknowledge that, but Os- ultimately you've paid Osweiler a lot of money. He needs to start playing better than he is.
0: Yeah. That was it. So is that every game? That's every game. There you go. Um just to keep up with the score there, that was actually a seven and seven for you this week. Yeah, weird King. week. Was, it was a very weird week. There was
1: one that was a draw.
0: That doesn't count so it's that's you
1: know okay and there was there was what two or three games that were within three points yeah That the went against the other for the other team so that was that was it was tough for me to pick this week
0: yeah the dolphins chargers lions they were all close games yes yeah there we go but you know i'm sure we'll get some better results at the end of this pod with uh, the picks for week 8 fingers crossed yeah so that's the end of part 2 let's come back for part 3 Welcome back to part three of the Jim and the King NFL podcast for week seven. So we've heard about the King's pick of the week. We've heard my pick of the week. We've gone through the other games of week seven. That is done. That is. So before we look at your picks for week eight, King. Yeah. I wanted to ask a question.
1: Is it the question that I may have answered earlier? Possibly. Okay. (laughs) I
0: want want you to say who you think the best division is right now in the NFL. So we're going to do it after three. Okay. Okay.
1: On three, what? as in one, two, three, say? Yeah. Or one, two, then we say? One, two,
0: three, say. Okay. So, yeah. One, two, three, AFC, AFC West. West. Oh, no. Really?
1: What's what I said earlier. I yeah, thought it was. Yeah, but I don't know f- if you were sure about that or not. Yeah, no, I think it is. I think it is. Why do you think it is? Because I started to make an argument and then stopped. Okay,
0: well, look. The NFC East does have a division full of winning teams. Okay. Okay. And the AFC East... West doesn't. No. Because the Chargers are three and four. Yeah. However, if you look at the teams, I think the Chargers won't be a losing team for very long. No. They're, they're on a roll. And if you look at the Raiders, who are at the top of that division, you've got the Chiefs, who could reel off another four wins, like I said, in the next four weeks. And you've got the Broncos, who are the Super Bowl champions. That is a stacked division. Yeah. I've got no idea who's winning this one. And whoever doesn't go through to the playoffs is probably going to be bitterly disappointed.
1: Yeah, they well two teams already at 5 and 2. You've got as you said the Chiefs who've had a bye week who are at 4 and 2. Yeah. Um and yeah, and and the Chargers really and truthfully if we had Bosa potentially and and the games were 50 minutes instead of being 60 minutes, we could quite easily be <laughs> 6 and 1. So um yeah, spin I agree with that and that's why I think I think the Chargers are emerging now. They've got well, they've got their best player on defense. Has suddenly started playing for them. Yeah. Um, and even with the injuries that they've got, they're they're playing immensely well, which we touched on. The Chiefs have got their best player about to come back, and they're still at they're already at four and two. Yeah. Um, and the Broncos, you know, Simeon ultimately hasn't played many games, and he's he's now won five.
0: He's done what they want him to do.
1: Yeah, and that's and that's great. And the more he gets experience, I think the more he'll be comfortable with the offense and what needs to be done. And that Raiders team is a bit of a strange one because they yeah. can—I honestly think they could beat anyone. On their day, they could beat anyone.
0: But probably more at home than. Out away, of those, yeah, besides
1: yeah. the Chargers, we'll take out because they've got a losing record. But out of those three teams with a winning record? Ironically, I probably ch- at at this stage in time, I prefer watching the Raiders to anyone. Yeah, but I trust them the least. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: Gonna hear some music in a minute if I'm not careful. Oh,
1: this is true. He's gonna <laughs> hammer me for that. But I just I'm that that secondary still needs work. They've got a young safety, um, who started playing well, and Smith's coming into his own finally, which is good. Yeah. So they you know, I think they'll prove me wrong and their record suggests they're a really good team. And like I said, they're the most exciting team to watch. But that's my only question mark.
0: Okay. So, do you agree with me then that the second best division is the NFC East?
1: Yes. I do. Yeah.
0: Considering we called it the NFC East last season, these, yeah. these teams didn't want to win it. No. And now look at them. And I think that you're right with the Cowboys being 5-1. and one. I mean, if they don't win this division, then it's going to be a shocker. Yeah. They... But the Eagles are really good. The Redskins won this division last year. They can't be counted out. No. And the Giants are now 4-3. and three. But I think they'll probably tail off.
1: Well yeah, the you know, the the Redskins shouldn't have lost this week. No. As I said. If they had managed to slow down Sam Bradford at any point not Sam Bradford, sorry. Um Stafford. Stafford, Matt Stafford, sorry, thank you. Um <laughs> at any point at the end of the game, they they would, you know, now have a five and two record. So they would be you know, that would make a huge difference to them. But mm-hmm. they didn't. I think the Cowboys at the moment, correct me if I'm wrong. Are probably the best team in the nfc
0: oh nfc mm.
1: at the moment i would say i'd put them <sighs> yeah, above possibly. everyone else and then yeah. you've got the eagles who have got a frightening pass rush with with um brandon graham and fletcher cox playing immensely well mm-hmm. and then a quarterback who despite a loss last week still looked Dangerous,
0: but we're seeing. We just saw them take down the Vikings, and we were wondering who was going to actually be able to do that. Yeah, and now they're the same record as the Cowboys. The Vikings don't look impenetrable anymore. No, because that was quite a hefty win for the the Eagles. Really. Yeah. So. Yeah that's a great that's a great thing for the Eagles you know that's a great yeah, advert for is. what they've got for the rest of the season Absolutely. and and beyond obviously
1: yeah and do you know what the Redskins if you get in a shootout with them you're yeah. as likely to win as you are to lose with them they're very unpredictable mm-hmm. but it's what makes the Redskins and especially Kirk Cousins so exciting to watch.
0: And we are so lucky that we get to see them on Sunday. We do
1: indeed. We do indeed. And do you know what? Don't scoff at the Giants either. Because that defence, that was one thing I, I mentioned earlier about we noticed in London.
0: They've definitely made some inroads on that.
1: They've spent some money. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to pay off for them. Because what you need to people need to understand is there is a lot of new pieces in that Giants defence this season. And they're only seven games in. And... If they're in the playoff pitch, because that division is very close, besides the Cowboys at the moment. Yep. You know, any of those teams could win this division, and they could be dangerous going into playoff time. I know everyone, you know, shrugs and shrugs off Eli, but he he is clutch in the playoffs,
0: mm.
1: and that's a frightening proposition for teams if you've got a defense who's like emerging and becoming more and more comfortable with each other and you've got a quarterback who knows how to win in those situations there's not going to be a lot of teams that want to play him
0: you know what the uh, comedian Bill Burroy says about Eli what does he say he he looks bored during regular season (laughs) games he's a player that only gets excited when it's the postseason
1: yeah and that's fine and that's the difference between him and his brother and up until this (laughs) point why he had more rings I'm sorry that is the case no that is the case right. because Manning was one of the best regular season quarterbacks ever probably if not the best
0: so, if we say the AFC West is the best, yeah, and the NFC East is the second best, yeah, if we were going to be controversial, then King, who would we say is the third best division in the NFL?
1: I'd go NFC North. I'd go South. Okay, I thought South, <laughs>
0: but you said North. I said North.
1: Why North? Um, won the Vikings. Yeah, they had a slip up this week, but they're you know you can't count them out. They're still five and one. They were the only unbeaten team left in the league. Um, the Packers I'm not we talked about the, you said you're not convinced this week I'm not convinced but they've still got Aaron Rodgers <laughs> and I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna take away from that guy's brilliance right and I think that I don't know the exact stats but I keep hearing this being battered around about Matt Stafford from week 8 last season having like 30 roughly you know I'm not this isn't I've not fact checked this guys don't <laughs> don't abuse me <laughs> be gentle, be gentle, please. But apparently, has around thirty-five touchdowns to five interceptions since week eight last year. He's okay. been statistically the best quarterback since week eight last year.
0: Yeah, but your division doesn't have the Bears in it, who are one and six. I
1: don't care about the last team; they're not going to make the playoffs. So, I don't yeah, but
0: I'm looking at the overall division. Don't and care. every division's got at least one terrible team in it? Exactly, which is why I'm just ignoring except for the FC West.
1: I'm ignoring them. <laughs> that is why I think they not help your argument. Does they're it? three top teams that can beat anyone. Okay. And that's, yeah, there you go.
0: Yeah, but for me, I think the South is probably the third best right now. Um, You've got the Falcons, who are about to fall off a cliff, but they're four and three. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they've got some people's favourite quarterback in there. (laughs) Uh, You've got the Tampa Bay Bucks, who are three and three. You know, they'll hang in there with bad teams. They get beaten by good teams. So it might be, with the way this division goes, that they'll be in the playoffs just by default. And um, they're young as well, and they're starting yeah. to play well. I like Jameis well. Winston as well. Winston's he's in my stable, well. boys. Mike
1: Evans this season has has shown yep. what he was. He had a bit of a sophomore slump, and he's starting to play really, really well this year.
0: Yeah. The Saints, like you showed, you know, the offense can hang with anyone. The defense can't. Mm-hmm. So it's always a shootout. And if the Panthers finally get themselves together and start winning some games, that is going to be a really tough division. Yeah. They're all going to be around the same level by the end of it. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to see what happens over the next three, three or four weeks. Grab
1: shoot. That's going to be the most... That I'll give you... I don't think it's the third best, but I will absolutely give you, I think, that... And saying that, probably, the NFC East is going to be the most exciting. It's going to go... I think both of those are going to go right down to the wire.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. But we are in concurrence here that the AFC West is currently the best NFL division. There we go.
1: Okay, that's it. We need to see some picks, don't we?
0: We do, King. We do. We need to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. So... I need to ask you then for the winners of the week 8 games so first of all it's Thursday night and Jacksonville are heading to Tennessee what a game for Thursday night and a mustard coloured rush for the Jags
1: yeah I quite like the colour I'm wearing a mustard jumper now you are I am um, yeah I wouldn't wear a full mustard jumper onesie no the um, unitard a unitard, <laughs> unitard yeah um, I am going to go with the Titans again in
0: I get well. I you picked both of them, then, <laughs> Yeah, like I did, week. and they both let me down. <laughs> All right.
1: Uh, yeah, Titans because they're at home. But I think I think both teams are underperforming. I've got no idea.
0: No one does. Uh, Sunday morning, we're watching the Redskins against the Bengals. Who is going to win this game, King?
1: Yeah. Um, this is tough. I don't know. <laughs> I'm Beng- still going to ask you, Bengals. Just they're at home again? Seriously? Okay. got All no right. idea. I've got no idea in that one either.
0: All right. So then we've got the Patriots are at Buffalo.
1: Yeah, I think that Buffalo is going to beat the Patriots. Ooh.
0: Okay. Okay. Is that because they're at home, King? Is that what you've done? No, it's because... Four in a row at home. Rex
1: Ryan's defense typically play well against the New England Patriots. And Tyrod Taylor is quietly becoming one of the more underrated um, quarterbacks in the league mm-hmm. and tough to defend that team oh, okay. ooh is Lashawn McCoy injured no I'll stick with he it he
0: was injured yeah. I'll stick with it you'll probably play I'll stick with it banged up uh, here we go then King. <laughs> so I mean you picked this uh, last week but the Jets against the Browns
1: yeah I can't remember what I picked I'm pretty sure you picked the Browns and I'm gonna pick the the Browns I'm gonna stick Still, with the Browns stick with the Browns I don't really care what <laughs> Uh, both teams have, have got banged up quarterbacks And Neither of them are going to make the yeah, playoffs Yeah you,
0: you picked the Browns
1: Yeah I'll stick with that then I'll stick with that Hulk but Hogan getting the win I've them. got no idea
0: uh, Detroit are going to Houston So Detroit got a win last week Houston got a pounding And they're back at home They're
1: going to get another pounding Oh Detroit are going to beat Houston Okay so They're on a downward
0: slide Hmm So what about this one then King Kansas City Chiefs Now on the road Against the Indianapolis Colts
1: Yeah this is This is a really hard week All the teams are about 500 That's really annoying Yeah Um, Kansas City Chiefs (laughs) I'm gonna win
0: Alright So next one up is Seattle Seahawks Mm -hmm. At The New Orleans Saints Seattle Seahawks You love the Seahawks I
1: do love Seahawks
0: and then the Oakland Raiders, who you also love sometimes, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who I'm, you I'm gonna, sometimes love.
1: I'm going to pick the Raiders.
0: Back to the Raiders. Back to the Raiders. AFC West. I
1: learned more about the Raiders this week, I think, than I did the
0: Bucks. Okay. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Six yep. points in, you know, 75 minutes mm-hmm. against the Carolina 1-5 and Panthers.
1: Arizona to beat Carolina.
0: Ooh. You don't fancy the uh, the effects of the bye week then on Carolina? No. At home? No, you don't. Okay. Right. So, San Diego, back on the road, this time against the Denver Broncos, King. Don't get any easier than this.
1: Uh, San Diego. <laughs> San Diego to beat the Broncos. Oh, I
0: lured you in and you jumped into the trap. I did. Okay. <laughs> so then, Aaron Rodgers is going to Atlanta, Georgia to face the Falcons Uh, Falcons to beat the Packers Mm. get back on track oh dear two games left first of all is the Sunday night game the Philadelphia Eagles against the Dallas Cowboys it's the rookie
1: off ding dong the rookie off this is a great game I'm looking forward to this yeah Um,
0: I think I know you're going to pick Cowboys yeah I knew it (laughs) I just said they're the best team in the
1: (laughs) NFC I've got to pick them
0: oh okay and then the Monday night game is the Vikings at the Chicago Bears with who
1: are under center? Jay Cutler, I think. Is it Jay Cutler? I think he's 80 Is it Matt Barkley?
0: I mean, who are they throwing know. in the, under the bus it this week?
1: It doesn't matter. It's going to be the Vikings that win that game. Okay. There you go.
0: You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yep. That means that the Baltimore Ravens, the LA Rams, the Miami Dolphins, New York Giants, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and San Francisco 49ers are all on the bye. And that's it that's it that is the end of week 7 recap show yeah anything else you want to say King or you said it all
1: uh, I want to tell them about our bet we've got on
0: oh Jesus in, what now in fantasy yeah I don't think we've got time King I think we've got to go no <laughs> okay I'll tell them next week tell them next week okay alright remember guys if you like the pod remember to subscribe review rate five stars all that jazz um, make sure to comment on YouTube on our videos um, Twitter as well You know We do keep on top of it So you know Anything you want to send us Much love back
1: There you go Much love <laughs> <laughs> feel like we're in an R&B video right. One, Thanks very uh... much guys
0: Yeah Alright then So until next week guys I've been Jim That's been The King And thank you so much for listening